Welcome to Small But Mighty, a podcast for small business owners. I'm your host and fellow entrepreneur, Kalina Stormer. Through my day-to-day experience of entrepreneurship, I've become obsessed with helping others grow their small businesses through marketing and mindset. I believe that by simply starting with small steps and shifts, we can create huge, and dare I say, mighty results. Through practical, easy to apply strategies and tips, join me as we tackle new challenges, grow ourselves, and take our businesses to new heights. You ready? Let's jump right in. What is your superpower in your business? It's that special thing that makes you stand out, that you're incredible at, and that most importantly, you can use to your advantage. Knowing your own superpower can help you focus on your strengths and grow. Are you curious what your superpower is? I created a free 45 second quiz with fun targeted questions to help you learn yours. Head to kalinastormer.com backslash superpower to take the quiz and get to rocking that unique strength of yours in your biz. That's kalinastormer.com backslash superpower. Hello and welcome to the Small But Mighty podcast. I am Kalina, I am your host, and I am honored to have you here and to have you listening today. And just a little note on the day of me recording this, I um, have just come um, off of a cold, (laughs) so I lost my voice almost completely. I had to reschedule podcast interviews. Um, I couldn't record anything, so (laughs) I'm really excited to be back on the mic and back and chatting with you, but my voice is still recovering, so bear with me if I sound a little congested, if I have a cough (laughs) here or there, um, or if I sound a little scratchy, that why. But don't let that distract you from today's topic because this is something that is a powerful but small shift. And that's what I love talking about in this podcast. That's why I started it because it's called Small But Mighty because yes, we're small business owners. Um, It's to support you as you grow, but it's through small shifts and steps because that's the key. We change happens in small increments, right? We can change in huge leaps, but often it's just making small shifts here and there and small steps in the direction that we want to go. And so today is a small shift um, that we're talking about that can actually make a really really big impact in your business. I know it did for me. And that's why I wanted to bring it to you today um, and discuss it. So today I wanted to talk about a concept called niching down and why you should be doing it in your business. So what does niching down even mean? right? It's about narrowing down your business so that you're appealing to a very select group of customers or clients. And a lot of times, um, especially people who are just getting started with their business, um, they can be a little, they can balk at this a little bit and be like, well, that's counterintuitive. Hold on. You know, we want to cast our net wide and get more customers. 
Um, so, you know, I understand because you're wanting to appeal to more people because after all, our, you know, kind of our um, idea of this is that more people equals more sales in our business, right? I mean, that's what seems to make sense. So this concept can feel a little counterintuitive at first, but I want you to bear with me um, and keep an open mind and listen because that's not necessarily the case. So when you're appealing to a smaller but a hyper-targeted audience rather than, uh, you know, a mass market, you have an opportunity to do a few things. So niching down offers you the ability um, to create raving fans who are going to shop with you again and again and again and who are going to share your business with their like-minded friends and community and thus spread the word and bring more people who are like-minded into um, your business. Um, It also helps you to stand out as a leader in your industry. Um, It helps you to have more brand clarity, and it also helps you to serve the smallest viable audience. Now, I'm going to dig into what all of these things mean because I know you might be listening and be like, wait, hold on, (laughs) slow down. (laughs) What are you talking about? So we're going to break all of this down. Now, I want to invite you to think about niching down in this way. So when you niche down and you get specific, you're no longer focusing on the mass market, okay? And this should come as a relief to you because now you don't have to take on the absolutely impossible task of making every single person happy. I mean, that is like literally impossible. You can't make everyone happy. So you're not having to appeal to the mass market. Instead, you get to focus on your core audience. And you get to focus on fostering and creating community and connection with a select few people who will love you. That just feels way better, right? Like focusing on the people who are going to love you than trying to people please and make everybody happy and kind of feel like swallowed up by that overwhelm, right? So we're going to niche down and we're going to focus on the people that your business is truly for, who you can truly serve and who are going to absolutely love your business. I mean, that is so much less pressure, right? So imagine for a second that you're a fish, okay? Now, if you're swimming around in the ocean, your brand and your message can get lost. There are so many other options to choose from, right? And you're going to want to instead create a pond, So aka your niche, your niche is your pond. (laughs) And the smaller that you can make your pond, the more your business can stand out and the easier it's going to be for the right people to find you. So in this case, it's great to be a big fish in the smallest viable pond, the smallest pond that you can. Okay. All right. So let's talk about uh, how niching down can serve you in your business. So first, Niching down can help you to create raving fans who shop with you again and again and again and who want to share your brand and message authentically and naturally. These are where you get those word of mouth customers. You get people who are sharing your business on social media. You get people who are bringing other people in to shop with you. So these are those customers that we absolutely love. Uh, They're the cream of the crop here. So Um, I heard a quote once that said, if everyone likes you, no one will love you. And that has just really stuck with me. I think that's a very um, powerful kind of concept to have. So we're not trying to get everyone to like us. We're trying to get a select few to love us because those are the ones who are going to make the biggest impact in your business. Okay. So you want to create a community 
by niching down of these hyper-engaged people who absolutely love your brand and they feel connected to you and to your business. So when you do this, there will be a few customers who are going to rise to the top. So you've niched down, you've gotten really clear on the people who love your brand and who you want to help and serve. And by doing that, there's going to be a few customers who are going to naturally rise to the top. And those are who I call raving fans. And these are people who shop with you frequently, who send others into your business. They share about you on social media, all those things that I already mentioned. And you probably even know them on a first name basis. You know who these people are. They're your best customers. And they are so obsessed with your business because they feel seen and they're included and they feel connected, right? And because you've niched down and you've gotten clear, very clear on who your business is for, these people know your business is for them. There's not a doubt in their mind. And they also know which of their friends it's for, right? So they feel some ownership of your brand. They feel so connected to it that they're like, oh, this person's going to love it too. This friend who's similar to me will like this as well. And they're excited to share it with them. So you love having these raving fans because they are going to introduce your business to other people who your business is also for because you've niched down, you've gotten super clear. Um, so these customers are able to naturally and authentically connect to your business. Okay. So yeah, creating raving fans who shop with you again and again, and who want to share your brand and message is the benefit of niching down. All right. Niching down also helps you to stand out as a leader in your industry. So you don't have to know everything, right? And that is such a relief, just release that pressure. You no longer have to have all the answers to everything for everyone. When you niche down, it's gonna help you to stand out and you're gonna rise to the top as an expert and leader in your industry, okay? So you're positioned as the expert in your niche, right? Again, it's that big fish, small pond concept. So when you're perceived as an expert or as a leader in your industry, then your customers trust you more and customers shop with brands that they trust, right? They know that your brand and your business is a go-to for what they are looking for. So niching down is also going to help you stand out as a leader in your industry, as an expert, as the go-to in your industry, okay? All right. Third, niching down also gives you more brand clarity, so it allows you to get crystal, crystal clear on your brand and all communication around that moving forward because you're not trying to appeal to the mass market anymore. So you don't have, uh, or I'm sorry, you have so much more freedom to speak to exactly who your business is meant to help and serve. So you're not trying to people please, you're not trying to get your message in front of everyone's eyeballs, only those select few. You know who your customers are. You're super clear on who they are and how you can help them. So you know exactly how to speak to them. And this is going to help you with all of your marketing, any communication that you have moving forward, any social media post, any blog post, any email that you share, any of that. You know how to speak to your customers because you're so clear on your brand. You have that clarity because you've niched down. You're no longer trying to appeal to everyone. You're only appealing to the select few and you're super clear on that. All right. And then uh, lastly, niching down is going to allow you to serve the smallest viable audience. Now, I love this. This is super interesting. So when I recognized this in my business, it took just a huge weight off of my shoulders as a small business owner. So I'm going to kind of break this down and use an example of what I mean by this. So just decide on a revenue goal for yourself that feels good to you. So I'm going to use an example of a 5K month. Uh, so say that you're at, you set a goal, that's the revenue goal, you want to make um, a 5k month. So say that your average order value is $50. So on average, when someone comes into your shop or visits your shop online or whatever that is, they spend around $50. 
Now that means that in order to hit that 5K month, you only have to have approximately 100 people shop with you that month in order to meet your goal, right? Only 100 if you have a $50 average. So that's not 1,000 people, that's not 500 people, it's not even 300 people, it's only 100. So really hone in on that. Serve those 100 people. That is your niche. That is your smallest viable audience. That is the smallest number of people that you need to serve, that you need to make a big impact on and a huge connection with in order to make, you know, big results in your business and hit the goals that you want. So use this exercise, just break down what is that revenue goal per month that you want and how many people do you realistically have to um, have purchased from you in order to hit that goal and then get that number down and then serve those people. That is the only amount of people that you need in order to support your business. So I just think, again, that helps you to break it down and it helps you to, again, take that pressure off of yourself because then you're able to see, oh, I only need this many, you know, X many number of customers who I can make an impact with, uh, you know, in order to hit the goals that I want. So that is the concept of the smallest viable audience. And again, niching down is going to help you to get clear on who that is so that you can serve them and wow them and really make an impression in order to hit those goals, okay? All right, so we've talked about four different ways that niching down can serve your business. And I also wanted to give you a real life example. I'm big on that, you know, I've kind of walked through this small business journey myself, so I always like to give examples um, kind of from my own experience. So my husband and I, we started a specialty dog boutique named Hunter and June, and we got really clear on our niche. So for our specific niche, we focused on dog parents uh, who cared deeply about a few things, right? They cared about their pets. Obviously, they, they love their dogs deeply. They also cared about aesthetic and having beautiful products and products that looked beautiful both while they were walking around with their pets and hanging up in their home, you know, whether that be you know, like a leash hanging on the wall or the collar on their dog or, you know, um, their bed, their pet's bed, whatever it is. Um And they also cared about supporting small business. So that was also something important to them. And they also cared about their community. So our shop was located in East Nashville and our customers just loved their community. They loved going to the local dog park, seeing each other, things like that. So that was our niche. That was who, um, that was what was important to our customers. And we weren't serving all pet owners here. We were only serving the people who valued these things in particular, So if we were trying to appeal to everyone, we would have had, you know, a similar strategy to say a PetSmart or a Chewy, which is more along the lines of carrying a bunch of different brands, different styles, different products. So it's not highly curated. It's not super focused on aesthetic. If you dig, you can maybe find a couple things um, that you would consider beautiful, uh, but, or curated, but, you know, you kind of have to dig through it. Um, and slightly lower price points, things like that, not supporting a small business. So there's nothing wrong with their strategy at all. That's not what I'm saying. It's just different. Uh, so, you know, for our new small business to stand out, we couldn't take that same approach. We weren't a PetSmart or a Chewy. That's not what we were providing or offering. We had to position ourselves as something different and find a different niche, a different kind of customer. So we needed to um, focus on niching down and getting really clear on that. And because we niched down and we were clear on who our brand was for, right, we created 
raving fans. So we got really clear on exactly who we were serving and that type of customer. And then we had those raving fans just rise to the top. And we had incredible customers who we knew by name, who brought their friends in, their dogs in, who shared us on social media all the time. I mean, it was it was awesome. So we were really positioned and seen as the go-to for beautiful dog products in our city because we kept everything highly curated and aesthetically pleasing. And we had a very small and limited selection. So again, a very different approach than say the PetSmart or the Chewies, right? Um, And again, our shop wasn't for everyone. It was for people who cared about those few things. And we did. We had people who would come in who didn't like our store and didn't like our products and would tell us, you know, it just wasn't for them. But that's okay. Again, it wasn't meant for them. And that is completely all right. And I think um, niching down, getting clear on who it's not for and being okay with that is really powerful. And that is that is honesty, right? Like you're very clear, this is not for you and that's okay. You know, there's no coercion. There's no trying to trick anybody. Uh, you're upfront and clear when you're in your niche. This is not for you and that's okay. It is for this person. Um, you know, and so when the people came in who our brand was for, who felt connected to it, they were completely delighted and they loved it. And again, they went and told all their friends who were like-minded and brought them in. So that's um, kind of an example, a personal example um, of, of the benefits of niching down. So we became known as the leader in our market. So if you wanted beautiful and unique dog products, from a small business that was going to give you great service, we were who you wanted to come to and who you wanted to um, shop with. But I'll be honest, you know, when we first started our business, niching down, that was a hard pill to swallow. So I totally understand when people people kind of have some pushback on it. You know, I wanted everyone to shop with us and I wanted every dog owner to love us. So, you know, learning to kind of be able to stand in that discomfort of this is not for you and that is completely okay was something that I learned. But once I, you know, really grasped the concept of niching down and how powerful and impactful it was for our business, you know, and how really, truly, and deeply serving our niche um, could benefit both us and them. I mean, it shifted my whole attitude. I was clear on the people that my business was for and how I could help them and how I could best serve them. And, you know, I needed to focus on them. I needed to serve them. And in turn, they would come back again and again and again and again, uh, you know, feel that sense of community and bring their friends in, right? So kind of coming in for a landing here, Let me leave you with a few thoughts, with a few questions to ponder on for your business. Um, How have you already niched down in your business? Have you already done this? Have you already niched down? Have you already gotten really clear on that? Are you trying to maybe people please and make everyone happy? Are you trying to make your business for everyone? Or could you take some of that pressure off of yourself and instead appeal to a smaller audience who just loves you, who's absolutely obsessed with you? Is there a way that you could get even more specific about who it is that you're serving and you could serve them even better? So again, last thought to leave you with um, here in this situation in business, it is great to be the big fish in what I call the smallest viable pond, right? Okay, guys, so that is my episode on the benefits of niching down and why you should consider really developing and honing in on a niche within your business. 
So that is the episode this week. I hope that you found it so valuable and helpful today. And if you learned or loved something in this episode that you know someone else could benefit from, be sure to go ahead and send along to a friend, a family member, anyone who um, this could help. And lastly, please consider leaving a review. Um, Whenever you leave reviews, first of all, it just absolutely makes my day because I read every single one and it just means the world to me to see how I'm able to impact you and to help you in some small way. And also it helps me to continue to bring you content like this, to continue to show up each week to bring you um, episodes. So, all right, guys, thank you again for being here. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next week. Bye.